Morning guys, so I hope you're having a good day. Lots of cool things happening at the golf room, but uh, this weekend when I was on a run, when I'm on my runs on, you know, I usually try to run two, three days a week and then work out three days a week, but I love to listen to podcasts. So I listened to a really good podcast this weekend um, from my mentor, James Seekman, who was 2019, I think, PGA Teacher of the Year. He helped me with my short game um, and he had some really things that was great to listen to um, and kind of recap some of the things that he taught me in regards to not so much about like short game and how to work on short game, but really how to practice um, and how to really go about that. So I want to kind of share it with some of my journeys of how I practice and then some of the things that actually James had taught me. So let's get to work. Question is this, how do passionate golfers like you and me maximize our potential and build consistency without having to try a new tip every time we hit the links? That was the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name's Kyle Morris, and welcome to Stock Shot Secrets. All right, so let's talk about how to properly practice, right? So um, we talk a lot about, or I've talked a lot about, the five stages of learning and how you essentially have to be able to say it, show it, um, repeat it, integrate it, teach it. But what about if you have one hour of practice? What do you do in one hour of practice to maximize your pattern and then also maximize, maybe more importantly, the we'll call the word transferability. I don't even know if that is a word, but it sounds amazing, um, of how to take it onto the golf course. So it really goes in four stages, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of cover each one. So the first one is what we're going to call programming. Then we're going to talk about block practice. Then we're going to talk about random practice. And then we're going to talk about competing, right? So programming essentially is every single day when you go to work on your game, you need to set you basically need to re not reset the program, but you need to kind of reset the program and tell your brain what it is that you're trying to do and the pattern that you're gonna own for that day, right? So, for example, when I would, um, growing up in Columbus, Ohio, or when I was playing professional golf and I was at TBC Scottsdale, I would go into the locker room and I would spend this programming stage last maybe two or three minutes, and I would spend two or three minutes in the mirror looking at like the five fundamentals that I say that are really important. So for example, if I'm looking at my, my putting and I'm gonna do it in the mirror, right, and I'm face on, I go, okay, ball's under my left eye, putter's under my nose, shoulder's level, shaft has one degree of, of lean, my weight 70% of my lead foot, great. Then I turn around to the back view, I go, okay, my eyes are over the golf ball, my shaft is in line with my forearms, right, my grip is in my fingertips, uh, my forearms are aligned, my shoulders are square, knees square, hips square, right? And then I would make three, what, what we call Tai Chi putts, which is like making really slow motion putts, right? So, and then I would do the same thing for my chipping and the same thing for my full swing, right? So that's the programming and that lasts all of maybe three or four minutes. And what your programming is every single person needs to essentially have like the five points, I, like what I would say is, if you were gonna write a Golf Digest article and you were gonna write, let's just say your name is John, and you were gonna write the Golf Digest article of like, golf, putt John's way, or chip John's way, or swing John's way, right? What are the five things or so that are your funding fundamental points that you say, I need to make sure I'm doing this, right? So for like, for me, 
for chipping, like I just kind of went over the putting, for chipping it's like, okay, feet together, flare foot, chest in front, level shoulders, leaning left, a little bit negative spine tilt, blah, 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 right? So these are my fundamentals in my setup, and then when I'm making sw mirror, mirror swings or whatever, I'm kind of checking those things, right? So that's the programming stage. Now we need, and that lasts, like I said, maybe three, four, five minutes. Then we're gonna go into the block practice stage. So the block practice stage is essentially creating a station in which you know that you're owning a pattern and you're really in this block practice station, you are detaching from the result of the shot. So if I'm chipping, I am chipping into open space, no target. If I'm putting, and let's just say I'm using like a putting, like a like an eyeline putting rail with a putting clip to keep the face square to the arc, um, or I'm getting the ball to start on line, I'm not actually necessarily even doing that to a hole, I'm just hitting putts, owning and being fully engaged and keeping my attention on the intention of the motor pattern that my body is trying to do, right? So like in a, at the golf room, you know, we have TrackMan, so we've got automated video, we've got ball flights and all these things. So like this may be using some cones, using some noodles, and all you see is video, right? Or if you're hitting in a net, right, you're using video and you're not really looking at ball flight, you're just simply working on motor patterns. So that was what we would call block practice. That's gonna last like 20 to 30 minutes, we'll say, right? So now you're about 30 minutes. And to make it clear, like if I'm doing a putting arc, if I do two and a half hours on a putting arc is not necessarily better than 20 minutes on a putting arc. Because when essentially your brain starts to like, for all intents and purposes, get bored and you start to lose the intentionality or the mindfulness of your practice, it's time for you to go do something else, right? Because now you're just kind of wasting time and checking a box. So just because you practice it more does not mean it's better. It's about the quality of these reps rather than the quantity of these reps, okay? Which is encouraging for a lot of us that are busy and have jobs and it's like, okay, I can't practice for 12 hours. I've got 20 minutes. Well, 20 minutes, you can really make 20 minutes work like really well. All right, so now we've got programming, then we've got block practice. So now we're gonna go into random practice and how we're gonna define random practice is essentially going through your full routine for the shot, right? So you're gonna do, you're, where you're putting, like you're gonna use a ball marker, you're gonna hit every putts a little bit different, you're gonna go through your routine, you know, trying to hit putts, not necessarily, like there's not necessarily an objective to it, like a goal that you're trying to hit. Um, but you're certainly trying to go through and every shot is different. Every chip is different. This is where you're dropping balls around the green. On the range, this is where you're hitting a shot to different targets, right? Full routine, just hitting shots, kind of simulating a little bit of what it will be like on the course, right? So now that's gonna last 15 to 20 minutes. So now we're 45 minutes into the, into the practice, right? Of whatever segment of the game that you're working on. And then the last 15 minutes is where we're going to compete and we wanna to compete to a level, the goal of the competition is to essentially make your heart thump, right? If you're doing a competition and you don't care, either A, your passion level's not high enough and you're not, you're not that passionate about getting better, or because you don't mind losing, or the, the consequence that you're trying to do is not painful enough to where it creates stress. Now, there's no doubt, and this is probably the hardest thing it is as a player, there's no doubt that trying to simulate stress is really hard, right? Like we can physiologically create stress 
to where if you're trying to play a putting game and let's just say you're going around the hole, you know, from five feet and you go, okay, I got to make, I got to make, I got to go around the hole from five feet and go around five times in a row from five tees, right? You can, you can create the physiological stress by saying, okay, when I get to the last three putts of this five ring circle, I'm going to go sprint and do, I'm gonna do two sprints that are like 50 yards long, and then I'm gonna do 20 push-ups so that essentially my heart rate is beating, and at the same time, I can't feel my arms, which is the same way that you're going to feel when you have a putt to like win the member member, or if you've got a putt to like qualify for your high school team, or you know have your, your best score ever, or whatever it is, right? You're going to be very, very nervous. So this way you can physiologically create the stress. So now what you've done is you've programmed, you've block practiced, you've random practiced, and now you've put yourself under the gun in the heat of stress so that now you go, man, I did it, like I succeeded. I find it like I'm breaking through. So now when you get in that situation, you go, I've already been here, like I've done this and I can do it, right? And then when you're doing those random practices, this is where it kind of comes back to, um, and this is kind of the stuff that, I, that, you know, James was really instrumental with me in helping me learn some of these concepts is, um, like when we have a poor shot and I'm probably going to do a, I'll do a podcast on this in itself, um, of like how we, how we have a, we t always talk about a pre-shot routine, but what about a post-shot routine, right? So the way James articulates it is he says, what's the solution to this, right? I say it as, um, what, how are we going to assess it, correct it and leave? So we ACL it, right? And I'll maybe I'll do a I'll do another podcast on um, how do you actually how do you have a, a constructive post shot routine because that's actually probably the most important routine in the game because that affects the four and a half hours of the memory box of where you're when you're playing golf right and it, how it impacts your subconscious um, and your self talk and all sorts of things so. Try to do this when you practice, like really try to lay out like, okay, how, what is my five points or so for my programming? What are the things that I really, really believe in for me to be great at what I do, right? What is my block practice station, right? Go back to the last podcast. Your stuff is your stuff. So what's the block practice station that you need to manage your stuff, right? We all have stuff. And if you, when you do this, this allows you to just keep plugging to manage your stuff, right? So now we've got the programming, then we go to the block, now we go to the random, so now I'm trying to transfer it with full routine, and then finally you go into the competing because now I wanna put it under the fire, test it, and see if I can succeed and win. And if I can do that now, there's no difference between your practice and your playing except for maybe some mental stress that you're putting on yourself which has nothing to do with skill it has to do with that's a you problem so that becomes now we got to get into like the mental mastery stuff so um you know and i guess with any of these things like anything if you have if you don't know what your golf digest article should be right in quotes if you don't know how to set up your practice station all of these things we can do for you inside the golf room and at the golf room everywhere. So you don't need to walk with this alone. And it is so satisfying for you if you can imagine walking off the golf course every single time and you know, man, I did exactly what I was supposed to do today and I got like, I got, whether you wanna say it, 1% better every single day because you know that like you're chipping away and chipping away and chipping away 
and you know that you're on your way to playing better. And it's so satisfying to know what the solution is to all the problems in your game. So if you hit a bad shot, a bad putt, a bad chip, you know how to fix it and you know what you need to do to make it so that you don't repeat the mistake over and over and over again compared to being like man i'm like hitting it like piss and i don't know what to do right i just need to book a lesson the goal is to make it to where you never say i don't know what's going on your stuff is your stuff and then you build these practice plans to manage your stuff so um hopefully that helps really try to do that uh, make sure you leave your comments below. If there's any buddies that you think with this would be good, be sure to send it to them, right? People that need to learn how to practice better. So that's what we really want to help you guys do is, is learn how to be masters of your own domain, as George Costanza says in Seinfeld. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld lately. It's like my favorite show. But um, anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing day, and I'll see you soon. Hey guys, it's Kyle again, and I just opened up a brand new text line so that you guys can um, basically text me all of your questions. I'm going to be spending about 10 to 30 minutes every day answering these questions. So stop what you're doing and send a message to this number, area code 614-541-1988, right? And I'm going to be answering these questions. And just when you send it, when you send that text message, just say hello, and then I'm going to text you back. You can save my number. Then you can text me anytime, any question that you may have, and and then um, we can just stay We can stay connected through this texting line. And through this texting line, I'm also going to be giving away free swag. I'm going to be telling you about new video series that are coming up or anything that might be happening inside our community. So stop what you're doing. Text me at 614-541-1988. And I look forward to texting with you guys soon.